Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopal, and as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, guys, as you know, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Okay, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I am still stuck at 597 subscribers. I am so close to 600. Come on, people, let's try to push and get get that over 600. (laughs) All right, let's get into this. So we kind of figured the NFL was going to do something uh, with the preseason. They had already canceled uh, the Hall of Fame game. Well, it comes out today that they are shortening the preseason uh, two weeks, which is fine. None of us really like the preseason anyway. We all want real football. So the league canceled weeks one and four of its original preseason. Like I said, they had already canceled the Hall of Fame game. And players hadn't changed this. They still report on July 28th. But the first preseason games would not be played until August 20th and the weekend of August 20th and 24th. So what's this mean for the Bengals? All right. Now the Bengals, their first preseason now will be August 15th versus the Chiefs. So like I said, it's there from what I've read about the reason that they're shortening it, it's not necessarily because of the pandemic. It's more because of they had no off season camps. We had no mini camps. We had Nothing, you know. We've since March. Actually, they haven't been able to get together. I think since the end of the season last year, because when this pandemic hit, uh, mini camps and all that stuff hadn't happened yet, so they haven't been able to do it. So they haven't been able to get together as a team or anything. So they're kind of shortening preseason, but they're expanding training camp just to get guys acclimated to getting hit again, playing football getting to know their teammates, you know, stuff like that. So I don't think it's a bad idea to uh, shorten the the games. None of us really care about anyway. I mean, who really likes preseason football? I know I don't. I'm fine with them shortening preseason. I have no problem with it. Now, as being a season ticket holder, I'm curious if they're going to give me my money back (laughs) for the one uh, home game that I paid for for my ticket. So I got to find that out. Just curious about that. But as a fan goes, I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal. Like I said, it's preseason football, especially the the two they got rid of are probably the two worst ones. The first one, it, guys don't play it that much. The second one, like halftime, the starters, or the fourth one, I should say, halftime, the starters don't even play. So those losing those two is fine. Now, it'll be interesting to see how the, the games, how, how they are played at the beginning of the year. Because I know... Um, NBA players are are talking about this with the bubble. You know they're gonna they're gonna start their season up here soon. Uh, they're reporting they're all starting to report to Florida or heading down to Florida, I should say, right now, and that they're getting basically a month to try to get ready and jump back in to basically the playoffs. I mean, I know they're gonna have like a play-in week or however the whole thing's going. I don't I don't remember, but I know JJ Redick. Uh, said, I think on Golik and Wingo or some some sports talk show I listened to, I don't, I don't remember, basically said, it's not going to be good basketball when they first start because they haven't played for three and a half months. You know, so 
it's going to take a little while to get their legs under them and get them going. And that's the way I kind of think all these sports are. Baseball is, is back. You know, baseball teams are important to um, uh, training camp 2.0 uh, this week. Um, hockey, same thing. They're all, the beginning of it is going to be kind of rough, I think, as far as the play goes. You know, as far as getting back, get your legs in it and, and getting back into the intensity of the games. So that'll be interesting since football is only going to have two preseason day, two preseason games instead of four of how the play will be uh, during the season. Now, I am kind of curious if this will help the injury factor, the normal injury factor that football players have because it's one less preseason game, so it's one less game that you have a chance to get injured. That's the reason most starters don't play in the fourth preseason game, you know, because they won't get injured. So since they only got two, hopefully this will cut down on the injuries and and because uh, we're having a hard enough time with you know guys getting infected and all that stuff as it is. Uh, so I think it's a good thing. Like I said, it's preseason. I don't care. But the Reds are back. They're at GABP today now. The workouts don't resume until Friday, but there were guys out on the field today. It was nice. I, I uh, posted a video on Sports Strawberry Ice, a couple of the players tossing ball, grounds crew down there cutting grass. I'm like, man, it's baseball season. I got my hat on, got my jersey on. I'm ready to go. I am so excited baseball is back. Now, got some interesting articles, um, some things that, Basically, the Reds are going to have to pick up where they left off at, at in, tra- in uh, spring training. And like I said, workouts will resume on Friday. Now, it will be their first chance as players and coaches in the front office to get together after three and a half months. So, you paused spring training, and now we're going to start again. Some of the harder decisions have been made a lot easier for the front office because the rosters are expanded to 30 players for opening day. So some of the guys that you weren't sure if they're going to be on the team or not, well, they're on. Because <laughs> you, you, you know, your 30-man 30 30 roster the first two weeks, I think it drops down to 28 after after two weeks after that. Or 30 players for opening day, then it's 28 after two weeks. <clears throat> now, as you know, this will be the first time in National League history that the DH will be utilized. I personally think this helps the Reds. Easy. Easy reason because we have five outfielders locked in. These guys are, are going. You got Shogo, Shogo, Nick Senzel, Nick Cassianos, Jesse Winker, and Philip Irvin. Now, I've heard people keep talking about Nick Senzel playing shortstop. He's not playing shortstop. He's going to be an outfielder. That's just the way it is. Now, with us having five guys that could potentially start, have all five of them have had a good enough spring training and had a, a good enough. Uh, track record to be starters for the Reds. Now that we have a DH, one of the, I mean, they're probably all going to play. Just one's going to be the DH. And I think this is a good thing for the Reds. Now, they've designed this because I remember talking about in some of my shows uh, in spring training that we got so many guys, so many outfielders, so many players. And man, you know, it's kind of nice to have the DH. Well, we have it this year. So, I think it's a good thing that uh, they had this for the Reds. And like I said, Freddie Galvis is going to be our shortstop. All this talk about Nick Senzel playing shortstop. He played it 
but he's he didn't play it that many times in the majors. He's or I mean in the minor. I don't think he's ever played it in the majors. If he has, it's been like one game. And Freddie Galvis is going to be a pretty good offensive shortstop, and he's not bad defensively. So everybody just needs to calm down and about putting Nick Senzel at shortstop. He's a pretty darn good center fielder. So if you're good at one position, why take him away from it to go learn another one? I mean, I think he's. I gotta think he's got a chance of being a really good center fielder for the Reds. I mean, he might not move from that position. You never know. Now we got the bullpen. Now, you have five spots. Five spots of what was an eight-man rotation. Pretty much set. You got Rysel Iglesias, left-hander Armin Garrett. Right-hander Michael Lorenzen. I like to call these guys the new nasty boys. Because, dude, I'm telling you, when they're on... They are on. Now, hopefully followed by Pedro Strope, Robert Stevenson, and with the expanded rosters, more. But who? Like, who are they going to, you know, who are the guys that are in the mix? There's lots of guys that were starters in the past that could be stretched out. Now, I found this one pretty interesting. Um, I got this off of Reds, uh, Reds.com. But uh, Red's number one prospect, Nick uh, Londo, he's a, his future is a starting pitcher. But he could be used in the bullpen. And there's guys that, like the Detroit Tigers, I think they had the number one pick. Their their first round pick this year is going to be on their uh, 30-man roster on opening day. I can see uh, Nick here being on the Red's 30-man roster on opening day just to give them the experience of, you know, getting that cup of coffee, getting the experience of being on a major league team and getting in, getting in a couple games and just, you know, get that going. Because right now there's no, there's no minor leagues happening this year, which is really sad. I understand why they shut the minor leagues down because they're not going to let fans in at first and they don't know when or if they're going to let fans in. The minor leagues can't, they can't make it without fans. I mean, the fans, that's all they have. If they don't have anybody paying to come watch them, then they can't operate. I mean, that's just a fact. So it's very sad that there will be no minor league baseball. But that's the reason that I think a lot of uh, major league teams like the Reds with their number one prospects are going to bring them up and at least put them on a 30-man roster at the beginning of the season to at least get them to be able to play baseball and get them to, you know, to, to get something some kind of development out of this season. Because right now, they're not getting any. So, a lot of stuff happening. Friday's workouts. We just got to find out what's going on with, with the pandemic. I mean, I, like I said, my, my opinion with this is if guys are po- testing positive, but they're not showing uh, signs of being sick, I think they'll be okay to... I mean... Probably got, you know, they're probably gonna make them quarantine and all that stuff. But those are to me, that's a better sign than than having a positive result and being sick. Because <laughs> then you could spread it more. If everybody I won't say well, most of them are asymptomatic. It's from what I've read, it's hard to, to spread it. So hopefully those are what's gonna happen moving forward with all sports. So we can hopefully get back to normal. Now I like to talk about this every July 1st, because I couldn't stand him as a player because he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But Bobby Bonilla, this is this is a Bobby Bonilla Day, so happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Every 
July 1st from, I think it was 2011, starting 2011 to 2035, the Mets will pay Bobby Bonilla every year $1.19 million. <laughs> I like that's ridiculous. It's something that had to do, they owed him like five, five, a little over $5 million. And the Mets had this deal with the Bernie Madoff. It was a Ponzi scheme, if you guys know about it. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to double, triple our money for you know what Bernie Madoff was saying, which he ended up going to jail because it was, it was, none of it was true. So the Mets have got stuck with Bobby Bonilla. And he took the long term. Instead of one big solid pay, he's like, hey, pay me you know, for this, this long. But somehow it, it got to the point where it's $1.9 million. I don't understand how... He turned. He basically turned in five, five million dollars. And when he's done, he's gonna get like thirty million dollars. <laughs> like, and he's. I think they say he's fifty-seven years old now. He hasn't played since. I think they said two thousand one. I mean, that's that's winning in a big, big way. Like I said, I could not stand Bobby Bonilla. When I, well, biggest reason I couldn't stand him. If you guys remember in the nineteen eighty-eight All Star game, my boy Chris Sabo didn't get to play. Because Bobby Bonilla played almost the entire freaking game. That was the beginning of me not liking Bobby Bonilla, other than the fact he plays for Pittsburgh. But he's my hero right now, as far as getting getting a one point one point nineteen million dollars and <laughs> not have to do anything, just show up and say, hey, "Bobby Bonilla, how you doing? My ID here. Here's my ID. Yep, take check, please. Thank you. All right, see you. See you next year. <laughs> not a bad gig if you can get it. <laughs> All right, guys." As you know, I got some Facebook groups that I help run. I'd like to invite you guys to come join them. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. Now, if you're listening to me on the podcast, and it's Apple Podcasts, do me a favor. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you're on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. We got to get past 600, man. I'm stuck. 597. I've been stuck there for, you know, a week and a half. Well, last week I was on vacation, and... I did a show yesterday, and I was hoping to get a sub or two, but nope, still five ninety seven. So <laughs> get the word out, tell your friends, neighbors, everybody about Strawberry Ice, Jeff Trunnell, whatever you want to call me, and let's try to boost that up and get the word out. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, today's Hump Day. Usually, I, I um, normally would do a sports hump. Um, Mine this weekend is the sport. What's helped me get through all this is sports is coming back. Baseball, those guys started reporting today, so I see me to slide over that hump into some sports, <laughs> which is great. Friday workouts start, so I'll probably be watching MLB Network, watching actual. It won't be games, but it'll at least be Major League Baseball players throwing a baseball around and hitting a baseball, and I can go, "Ooh, that's cool. I like that." So, that's what's getting me through this week right now. Anyway, other than that, that's your sports, baby. Tell all your friends about me. See you guys.